Mike, how's it going? Hey, Mike, how you doing, man? <coughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Back at it again. Happy Sunday. How Sunday are, fun day, baby. Yeah, man. How are things in uh, Chicago? Well, Chicago's still standing. I guess there wasn't another uh, part two, if you will, of last week. No electric so. boogaloo for the riots uh, or the kid-friendly uh, get-down uh that occurred last week i had a lot of pushback on that one <laughs> yeah, you know yeah you know what happened was the weather wasn't nice so as yeah, Lori man. said it was just young it was just young people coming to enjoy the city on a nice weather day you know so this week weather wasn't nice wow what do you guys got going on over there rain snow little mix of both cold temperatures uh, cold it's in the like low 40s Little drizzles here and there. We had like three days of spectacular sunshine and warmth, and then uh, the cloud coverage came overhead, and uh, right around 420, actually, the winds were gusting in, and we dropped about 30 degrees down into the 40s, and then we all woke up yesterday, dude, three inches of snow. What? Yeah, man. Wow. Three, two to three. I'm just being over, uh, you know, I'm being a little generous with my measurements because it pisses me off how much we modify the weather out here in Colorado, but uh, <laughs> not unheard of, mind you. We pretty typically get a late April snowstorm, but this one just, it, I didn't see this one coming. It was pretty ridiculous. It's been pretty cold the last two days. We finally got a little sunshine today, but uh, Em and I saw the snow and we went out, man. We got some uh vegetables and beef and uh beans i made some chili man the last chili of the winter season nice how did it turn out fantastic it actually was good soul food it felt really good to kind of uh put on the pot slow roast and uh the whole house just smelled incredible especially if you go outside and come back in you know that like all Mm. those ingredients mixing and cooking together and I like to make my chili spicy, man. I mean, I go for the uh, four pepper level roast out, and I throw in some cayenne, and, you know, I do the uh, multi-mix, you know, different types of chili powders from different places. I, I like to go all in on the spice. Hmm. Yeah, it's making my mouth water, dude. I haven't oh. eaten all day. It was good Ooh. stuff. It made uh, the snow, the late snowstorm all that much worth it. And then I was kind of thinking, you know, uh, I'm obsessed with the cloud uh, seeding and the geoengineering and chemtrailing and all that good stuff we're doing to save the planet uh, here in Colorado. But uh, I, we were chatting not too long ago with a fellow that I know who's a uh, preferred vagrant. He has chosen the life of vagrancy or to be homeless. And he was explaining to me, you know, about how he's kind of over Colorado and... Uh, you know, he's probably going to take his homelessness elsewhere uh, going forward. And uh, <laughs> Just the idea of that. Like, no, please, stay. Come back. We need moochers. No, no. So what I was kind of thinking, actually, with this freak snowstorm late in April, it's like 80 degrees in Texas and, you know, Florida. You know, man, if I was a vagrant like my friend that I had been chatting with a few weeks ago, I would agree with him and do the same thing. Hey, man. Screw this Colorado joint. I can't predict the weather here. They're constantly, it's too cold, man. I'm going to take my homeless action down south. So I was thinking, maybe the real reason they're doing the cloud seeding and the cooling of the environment here in Colorado is Jerry Polis is secretly getting rid of the homeless. Genius. Pure oh, genius. that's a great idea. I think he just got my vote for next round. I think I'm you all know, in, we're gonna do, We're going to do two, three years. <laughs> the people are going to hate it. It's going to be super cold and rainy. But homeless will be gone. I think it's a really, in the grand scheme of things, you know, the homeowners, the taxpayers, they got to ride the wave. They will. But we're going to get rid of the homeless, which will ultimately boost yes. the property value and uh, give businesses a reason to come back to Colorado. See, and that goes hand in hand with my argument for the homeless in Chicago. I say, if you're homeless in the middle of winter in Chicago, you have a mental problem. <laughs> why would, why wouldn't you go to Florida, Dude. California? The fuck are you doing in Chicago? <laughs> I barely want to be here, and I gotta walk from my heated building to my heated car. I have thought this ever since uh, I had a friend who went to college in Berkeley, and he would always tell me how the homeless around Berkeley were walking around in Gucci. 
And it oh, like yeah. blew my mind, but it makes sense because all the shelters, you know, they get the the giveaways and the free shit that people are throwing away. It's all high end clothes up there. So you know, if you're a homeless guy, go to Berkeley, man. You'll you'll be wearing some chic clothing and living the high life. Oh, you'll be you'll be treated better than Mike the Plumber. <laughs> That's right. You could be walking around looking better. Well, especially nowadays in the uh, Bay Area, if you're a homeless guy, you could just walk into any establishment, steal just under $1,000, you can get away with it and have some free shit. No jail time, nothing, man. I mean, with those laws, you can be totally broke, have no job, basically be homeless, but you could go into any place you choose, steal right under $1,000, walk away fully fed, fully clothed. Yeah, you're right. You have it all. So The government gives you a cell phone? Yeah, man. I mean... And then if you're black and you're in San Francisco, you were just awarded $5 million. So, I mean, the pay area, if you're homeless and a homeless BIPOC fella, why are you not in, in San Francisco? It's mind-blowing. I don't think they're giving them five mil to the homeless. <laughs> no? Well, what if nah. you can prove your heritage? What if you could make the claim, I'm homeless <laughs> because of generational homelessness due to the slavery that my culture has endured? Uh, Frank, that's a good argument. I don't know. Well, I'm from Denver, Colorado. I'm well-versed in wokeism. I, don't I, got, I got to tell you what, it's going to be worth the $10 I'm, for some paint. I'm going to put on some blackface and go to San Francisco. <laughs> when, when it comes to uh, milking, the milking of victimhood, I know what I'm talking about over here. I'm surrounded <laughs> by it, man. It's uh, the entirety of Denver, Colorado. Oh, Jesus Christ. Everybody's a fucking victim nowadays, <laughs> man. This is Stop with the whiny story. Everybody's got a fucking whiny story to tell. It's like, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry you broke your ankle in third grade. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. When it comes to wokeism and kings and whiny babies, I tend to think of LeBron James, and uh, currently the NBA playoffs are underway. The Lakers, Mike, believe it or not, made it in, and they are underway. Uh, They were playing against the Grizzlies last night, and LeBron James got, I'm going to say, tapped all right <laughs> tapped in the in the testicles okay he got hit in the nuts and he fell over like someone shot him <laughs> in the gut dude like he was bleeding like his like his his bowels were just pouring out of his stomach from like a stab wound like it, it was unreal how this man acted from the tap like come on dude come on Nobody's that sensitive down there. I'm sorry. And, and it was a tap. The guy in question... Uh, really missed his calling. Should have been a soccer player. <laughs> yeah, no, really missed his calling. <laughs> it's absolutely absurd. The, the reaction, the acting uh, that LeBron put on the show, uh, it was good stuff. It got the uh, fella ejected. He'll probably be suspended. However, what I found interesting is this is like the third or fourth nut shot in the in the playoffs this year. Uh, Wait, this guy did it on purpose? Oh, dude, he did a little nut tap? No, no, in a lot of other games, there's been some kicking of the nuts, some punching of the nuts. There's been stepping on guys. Like, the NBA, and I've been watching. I'm a big fan. Uh, no whistles this year. Dude, they are letting the fists fly. They are letting these guys go flying across the court when they're getting pushed. They're letting the fouls happen. It's kind of fun. Good. Yeah, I recommend good. tuning in to a little NBA action this time around. Uh, if anyone, Do they would... wear a cup in basketball or no? No, no, you can't. No cup? Can't contain those beasts. Are you serious? <laughs> Guess that's a lot of chafing when you're sprinting back and forth. <laughs> yeah, that's a baseball thing, man. And even in baseball, the outfielders don't wear it. It's mostly just for the infield. Oh, I'm definitely wearing it in baseball and football, dude. Yeah, football. If I'm a lineman, absolutely, dude. You get oh, knocked over. And on the people field, are dude. stepping on you, and I don't know football. I I swear, you watch some of these position players; they're barely wearing any pads at all. Well, yeah, a quarterback doesn't have to because you can't even touch them. Tom Brady, <laughs> he's not wearing anything. <laughs> they need to go back and analyze Tom Brady's uh, records because he literally didn't have to wear shoulder pads. <laughs> the guy like had no shoulder pads, no nothing getting in the way. <laughs> We're looking like Bart Starr when he was breaking those records back in the early 1900s. That, that guy was wearing a mattress around his body. 
Yeah, and he had like the crossbar face mask and bloody nose. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. like, I was just like, he had a mattress around his out. body and then a thin sheet of leather with one <laughs> bar on his head. I contend NFL needs to go back to leather helmets. You would avoid all concussions because if you don't have something in your mind protecting your head, whatever that false sense of security is, you're not going to go careaming headfirst into people. You're going to be protecting your noggin, man. It's going to be much more finesse. I'm telling you. I think they should go more rugby style. Well, that's my actual basis for this. If you watch rugby, no helmets, and it's a pure finesse and strength game. And that's what makes yeah. rugby actually f- fucking really fun to watch, man. Because, I mean, these are behemoth gladiators just r- trying to rip this ball from each other. But no concussions or less. Or maybe we don't hear about it because they all get absolutely uh, ham-fisted, wasted after the game. And, uh, you know, nobody knows uh Maybe the alcohol counters the uh So I'm saying they concussion. do this rugby's like a UK Australian thing. These guys are drunk the whole time, I can only imagine. And they're kind of retarded going in. Mostly retarded, yeah. <laughs> yeah <like> they were <laughs> they weren't splitting the atom before they started rugby. I'm pretty you know? sure brain damage is kind of a prerequisite to join the league, actually. You know? <laughs> or to just be British. <laughs> <laughs> Have you talked to some of these fools? Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, look at Britons now. That's literally going to be us in 100 years where people are going to look at you and just be like, how did you ever run the world? <laughs> well, uh, I've been having a good time watching the NBA uh, playoffs, but someone who hasn't been watching for several years for really good reason, one of the greatest coaches of all time, a man with 11 Championship rings. Championship. Dude, that is insane. I mean, he, 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 we've gone over this before. Uh, <sighs> this is an old oldie but a goodie, a classic from the dudes. But we, uh, we surmised that he, uh, the eleventh ring is uh, for his dick. I, it's a cock <laughs> ring, right? He's got the ten rings and then that's, the cock ring. That's the rule. Uh, yeah, the eleventh goes on the schlong. And so uh, <laughs> Phil Jackson was interviewed this weekend and. He had uh, some thoughts on the current state of not just the NBA, but sports, wokeism, the same shit I've been ragging on with the commercials and the, the phrases on, uh, you know, 2020, the summer of love, uh, when we were celebrating the life of George Floyd, you had the Black Lives Matter on the floor, painted on the floor of the NBA uh, games, and you had the statements on the jerseys, the football helmets had, you know, all these goofy statements on the backside of their helmets, even baseball for five seconds tried to do something, but then gave it up. Uh, Remember, I saw the bumper sticker like half faded and half pulled up. Remember the stupid slogan, uh, just is until justice. Yeah, see, we language is so (laughs) retarded now. (laughs) Because it just is until justice. That was like what they were saying. Was so we, we are in I- idiocracy, okay? <laughs> I just need to remind everyone, this is it. We've entered it a long time ago. We're swimming in it now, all right? Yeah. Uh, but here's Phil Jackson uh, commenting on the, uh, the, the woke political takeover of uh, sports and the NBA and why he uh, doesn't watch. I don't think it's played. Yeah, what happened there? Oh, man. I lost it for a few seconds here. We'll try and get it back. And uh, let's see here. Some of the guys I Oh, yeah, coach. there we go. Folks, uh, we'll fire someone on the uh, on the crew here. Don't worry about it. I promise. Because nobody ever wants to work on Sundays. You know? yeah. It's hard to find good help. That's, you know, thanks, Joe Biden. Some of the guys <laughs> I coach, they're talented, Phil. They're really talented players. I know. But I'm not enjoying the games. It's mm. like... That's too bad. There's a new generation that'll like it. They'll like the game. So. Do you do you uh, still watch a lot of basketball or no? I don't. Tell me about that. When and did you stop immediately from the time you stopped coaching? No, I didn't. I watched some of the game evolve and decided. And they went into the lockout year and they did something that was kind of wanky. They did a bubble down in Orlando, mm-hmm. and all the teams that could qualify mm-hmm. went down there and mm-hmm. stayed down there. Mm-hmm. No audience. 
and they had things on their back like you know justice and uh yeah i made a little funny just thing, is like, uh, <laughs> you know justice just went to the basket and uh equal opportunity just knocked him down and uh somebody uh i have another name for a guy who has jersey in the back of a jersey he had some other slogan so my grandkids thought that was pretty funny to to, to play up those names so I, I i couldn't watch that and the lakers won actually they they won that year and uh do you feel like it don't laugh made at little oh, of the yeah. game like it made it like a sideshow what do you think it, it was, was a joke that of a you off? well it was it was uh they even had slogans on the floor, on the baseline. It was catering. It was trying to cater to an audience or trying to bring a certain audience into play. And it, they didn't know it was turning other people off, you know. Mm-hmm. People, people want to see sports as non-political. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had, we've had a lot of different type of uh, players that have gone on to be like, you know, Bill Bradley was a senator, number of baseball players have been representatives and senators and political, but their politics stay out of the game. Yeah, it's separate. Not, it doesn't it's separate. need to be there. Yeah. All right, Phil Jackson yeah. speaking the truth. He lives in Montana, by the way, like in a secluded, huge ranch. You know, he, this guy's clearly a conservative. He's had to step clearly away. just got away. He had to. There's no room in modern society and social media for a guy with opinions like Phil Jackson's, man. He's like James Woods, who uh, I think is where I got this tweet even, or the the clip of this, I can't remember. There might be something else I got it from. But uh, it's funny how these guys just have to disappear. You know, what's Jerry Seinfeld up to? What's his opinion on shit lately? I know, it's crazy. And he literally announced after his last tour, like, I'm pretty much hanging it up now. Yeah, there's there's no room for the Jerry Seinfelds of the world. Oh, dude, but Phil Jackson, dude, you got to be the greatest athlete to ever live. It's Eleven co- championships. That's ridiculous, huh? <laughs> He's coached the some of the most egotistical minds of the game. And think about how much you have to love the game to do that, and then to just stop watching. That was a quick no. I that really was like, damn, you don't watch oh, it at yeah. all anymore. Well, we've, we went to a game this season. Emma and I went to another one not too long after that. It's a fucking circus. It's it sh- is, dude. Remember the Lakers game we went to? It was like, what the fuck's going on here? You got the people on the giant unicycles throwing shit up in the air. You got the trapeze person. Then you got the Asian lady with the plates. And then you got uh, you know LeBron sitting on his throne. Uh, <laughs> they, just, you know. they keep stopping. Every fucking five, every three yes. minutes they stops for the fucking commercial breaks. The same thing like, with yeah, football. Is... For anyone who's been to a recent NFL game, uh, I think I read somewhere there's 11 minutes of actual gameplay in the NFL. And no. then <laughs> That's right, dude. Yes, actual dude, I, play. I where, believe where it. People playing like, happening. <laughs> dude, I, I stopped watching all sports like a slowly. It was like years ago is when it really just I kind of just stopped because it just got so fucking boring. Well, what would football be without the fantasy leagues and the gambling? It's all about the gambling yeah. and again the fantasy shit. You know, I'm a sucker for the fantasy. I love it. I won the two championships this last year. Currently doing well in my baseball <laughs> fantasy. Just throwing that out there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm all for it, man. Give the people the the bread and circus, right? Isn't that what they're all about? Uh, making us stupid and pacified. I dig it. I like to eat my cheeseburgers, drink my beer, and watch my sports and gamble away my life savings. That's how I do it. It's the American way, baby. But I don't know with the NBA anymore. I'm a little skeptical about it. Uh, there's all this evidence that it's totally rigged by the refs. Uh, they're in sure. cahoots with Vegas and the Italian mafia. And dude, even Phil Jack, dude, the way he laughed at the way he, when he's like, the Lakers won. Yes, <laughs> you know, like he knew that you're, that was a total setup. It was a fucking that was the most event. obvious yes. scripted championship <laughs> yes. ever. You it was a scripted get, season. You couldn't get more scripted. They took away the audience and filmed it in like a sound, like a stage studio in Disney. <laughs> I can only assume right next to the moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> they did the whole thing so LeBron could film uh, extra scenes for Space Jam 2. You know, the, the lots were right across the street from each other. It was very I easy I thought it was transition. just so he would have a chance of reaching Michael. 
We'll set up this whole season, give him a free ring. <laughs> Yes, that's part of it. You got to keep pushing the narrative with LeBron. I called it earlier in the season, speaking of uh, LeBum, that uh, the NBA and the way it's rigged would at some point, some way, somehow finagle a pathway for the Lakers into the playoffs because LeBron, one of the uh, biggest selling jerseys and shoes in the industry, he's got to be in the limelight during the playoffs, not only are they in For it sure. in this first round, they're going to win this round and go on to the next one. I guarantee you see LeBron probably in the conference championship because his merchandise sells that much money, and they got to milk this cash cow for all it's yes. worth for the last remaining few years. I was just—I was literally just about to say, they're not going to let him in the finals, but they'll probably get him in that championship. Uh, Absolutely. Put the money down on it now, people. I'm telling you, the way this thing is rigged, yeah. they're going to find a way to get this guy into the finals. It, it's just how the money-making machine works. It's why Phil Jackson stopped watching. He probably realized somewhere along the line when he was coaching Shaq and Kobe, like, hey, you know, this thing's a little bit fucking rigged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning a lot of championships here. <laughs> you know, my guys, they get a lot of calls in their favor. Maybe I'm part uh, of this machine here, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think this is pretty uh, pretty funny stuff. Uh, I, I like that he calls out the woke machine. You go woke, you go broke. That is the theme of our modern era. And, and the, the whole thing, he's, he nailed it. You guys are trying to appease this group of people who, one, don't even really like your product to begin with. <laughs> That's, That's right. why they're not coming. Yes. Right? And then in the, in the meantime, it's just like Bud Light. I get you're trying to bring in the trannies to your product, but they weren't drinking the shit before. Who's drinking it? The fat, ugly guy with no shirt. <laughs> And his family barbecue. And all he wants is the commercial with the blondes and the boobs and the beer. And if the you're not going to give him the tits, give him the laughs with the frogs and the lizards. You know, yes. one or the other. Make me laugh or make me horny. It's one or the other. I don't want anything outside of that. Humor or horny, guys. Come on. <laughs> Oh, man, good times. And uh, speaking of the Bud Light and the trainee uh, movement, uh, goodbye YouTube and possibly all the (laughs) platforms for this episode from here on out. But uh, I told you anecdotally here at home, I'm noticing uh, the female that I share this residence with is losing her mind over the trans movement. She keeps reciting things to me, and I keep saying, yeah. Why did you listen to the show? We were talking about this two years ago. Like <laughs> we were outrageous. We were outraged about this two years ago. Where where, where have you people been? The, the funniest thing is people being like, "Have you heard of this uh, Dylan Mulvaney? What is going on with that guy?" Like, yeah, that is the tranny movement. What, what's that been, is the trans movement? What gets me now are the chicks. Okay, so uh, please go back in our catalog, ladies. Uh, the dudes have been defending women on this show for two years now against the freaks uh, like yes. Leah Thomas and this Dylan Mulvaney character. Like, we have been fighting your fight for you while you have been blinded by all the language and the colorful flags that they keep presenting to you to, to support these my these victimed, uh, victimized people. We understand you've been blindsided. We get it. But now it seems like women are finally waking up. The f- the, the feminists out there are starting to see the reality, which is, wait, 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 wait. Why are the men getting all the cred now? What's going on here? <laughs> How did this happen? Wait, the men are breaking all the women's records and everything? Isn't this completely backwards I, like from what we fought for? Now it's, now it's like you've given a pathway for mediocre men to succeed, like be heroes. It's crazy. You got dudes breaking women's deadlifting records. You got dudes breaking their swimming records. You got dudes competing in the name of women in women's competitions in the NCAA and then competing for spots in the Olympics. You now have dudes beating women in your own fucking categories. I'm really excited personally for the first dude to join the WNBA. Oh, good call. Yeah, why hasn't that happened yet? Well, because that the day happen. that that happens, that's the end. 
say goodbye, BL sandwich to the T. No more tomato in your little uh, group there. You're gonna, they're gonna kick that tomato out of here, man. I'm telling you right now. Man, I bet you I could play in the WNBA. So can I. And look how short <laughs> we're short idiots. <laughs> Quite slow. I, I'm just kidding. I could never compete with those girls. No, Brittany Griner, that's a man, baby. I'm telling you oh, right she's now. She's <laughs> huge. She'd be dunking on me left and right. No, these women are beasts, and they could destroy yeah. most average men, oh, no well, doubt about it. That was a joke because the women don't dunk. But there's, <laughs> yes, they, I think they do now, actually. We got the women dunking. The ladies are dunking. No, they yeah, don't dunk. They dunk, man. Yeah, man. Not in the game. If you watched a game... They have dunked it's in like, the games. I'm telling you, it's, ha- it's been uh, happening. They've reached that height. They just can't compete against, you know, Shaq. You can't have a guy like Shaq. You know what I'm saying? There's just no chance. Yeah, there's no 400-pound there's no woman that could run that fast. Joel Embiid is 7'7 and can hit three-pointers like Steph Curry. Yeah, sick. You can't... You can't there's no way a guy can't stop it in the league. He's unstoppable to the best men in the league. Can you really bring in a woman into the league and compete against this guy? No, the answer is absolutely not. Could, can any chick stand a chance against Jok- uh, Jokic, Mike's favorite black NBA player? <laughs> it's black in my book. Call back. That's right. <laughs> well, the women, the ladies are waking up and again, this will be a great eye opener if they do try to sneak one of their tomatoes into the WNBA. Uh, that that'll end it right there. But finally, and I actually think that this clip exists only because Megan Kelly she's she's just not getting the fanfare she used to when she's on Fox News, and her podcasting she's, career didn't really shake out like she had hoped it would. So she needed to go viral. Is my point, and so uh, yeah. she, she did it. She succeeded. Uh, I think. Uh, she's right on the money, and this is how the reason I'm playing it is because this is what I'm hearing from the women around me, and uh, they're finally catching up, they're finally outraged, and they have a right uh, to be so. I started off being like, I understand, I have empathy for you, I will use your pronouns of choice. You know, I'm not going to say you're a woman, but you're a trans woman. And now I am realizing that all of those things are gateway drugs to the co-opting of female sports and the word female and the word woman and breastfeeding and childbearing and menstruation, all the things that are under solidly the list of what is a woman. And I'm really done. I'm done. I, I, there is no such thing as a, a, somebody who's born a biological man who is secretly a woman. Who, who can become a woman. At best, you are a trans woman. And even that I'm wrestling with. I really am. I don't even really understand what that is. You're a trans person. You're really a biological man. This is, again, folks, why I have always been right about this topic. Lady fella. It covers all grounds. <laughs> Lady fella covers every aspect, the entire spectrum, left to right, middle, up, down. We can all be lady fella. Who's got uh, some gender? No, but dude, the shit she's saying, man, this is why, dude, guys like us, we were getting fucking, uh, you know, you get warnings on YouTube and shit, you get taken down because we just don't play the game. We were kicked no, off of that. YouTube for talking about Leah Thomas. Fuck that! I'm not gonna call you by your proper, pro, by your preferred pronouns. Alright? I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not playing this game because I know how this goes. Once I give you an inch, you're gonna start taking a mile. You know what I mean? It's like no, just don't play the game. You're a man. Leah Thomas, you're a man. That dude in the fucking health secretary position, you're a man. And we, Sam- yes. And when it comes to these dudes, you give them an inch or three or six, they're gonna tuck it. That's how they do it. They tuck, <laughs> they tuck those inches right away, man. Every inch of it, they tuck it in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they are the worst tuckers. The worst. Top, they're bottom three for the tuckers. <laughs> no doubt. There's no doubt that Chris Tucker and Tucker Carlson and the, the Marshall Tucker band, they're all far above th- these tuckers. I mean, did you I hear about that Sam Britton guy? Uh, we're Sam talking Britton. about the lipsticked, mustachioed, bald fella who worked for the Biden administration, ran the nuclear uh, area. <laughs> nuclear yeah. waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also enjoyed stealing women's luggage from the airport. Uh, yeah, what happened to Sam Britton? 
got caught. Now he's going to court, right? Oh yeah. Do you know what the court? Uh, you know what the court is requiring he do? I imagine Go- is somehow remove his clown makeup. <laughs> oh no. They're making him go through a mental health examination. Wow. Okay, so this guy was a hero who was so smart, we should overlook his personal <laughs> proclivities. He's going to be a great, great asset to the Biden administration. Now he needs a mental health admit, uh, evaluation before he can continue court for stealing women's clothes. Yeah, it This seems is the kind of right. people you guys are putting in when you... you Trans people are people with mental problems. That is a mental problem. Oh, this is what happens when you got to check some boxes and sit, look at Marvel, man, and Disney. They're recasting uh, Jonathan Majors, the brilliant genius, as everyone yeah. proclaimed, who apparently secretly was abusive to women. Uh, that every and it was well known throughout Hollywood, and now that he's been convicted uh, of so and going to court, more women and people have come out uh, about his abusive nature and history. Well, to be fair, I, I heard genius. that he was just hitting them with his nostrils. Which, that's, <laughs> so he can't control those nostrils. Brilliant, brilliant <laughs> genius. Uh, well, Disney and Marvel have recast or are recasting his role, and so like I. This is what happens, man. You guys checked off boxes. You had your brilliant genius because he checked off your fucking boxes. And now you have to recast him. We're dealing with this on all levels. Biden, all the way to the top, man. From Hollywood to the political uh, world in the White House, East Coast to West Coast and back and forth. We're checking off boxes. And then these people are going to jail. Yeah. Because they're crazy. Yes. They're crazy people. They're not sa- they are not uh, of sound mind. I got an idea you know for I mean? uh, Marvel. Hire Denzel Washington. He doesn't check off any of your boxes. I'm sorry. I know. But he doesn't, he doesn't beat doesn't... women. <laughs> Maybe a plus. <laughs> Haven't heard know. of him sleeping with kids. He's got a history of making great movies and being, you know, a brilliant genius actor. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous, this world we live in. You're right on the money. And, and here we are. Finally, the women are waking up. I really understand what that is. You're a trans person. You're really a biological man who's got some gender confusion issues, and my heart goes out to you. But you're not a woman. You, Dylan Mulvaney, you put on a dress. You, you take a bunch of estrogen to grow something that approximates baby breasts. I don't know what those are. <laughs> That's, wow. that's not what a, what a woman is. You'll never be a woman. You can have the surgery. Dylan says they're getting bottom surgery. Go ahead. Have your penis chopped off. You're still not a woman. Getting a surgeon to cut a hole down there doesn't make you a woman. You don't know the first thing about being a woman. You have no idea what the average woman has been through the course of her life, the challenges yeah. we have, the beauty of being a woman, the softness of being a woman, and you never will. You're never going to have it. doesn't matter how many surgeries. doesn't matter how many hormones. And I'm done engaging in this fiction paul i'm done i have empathy i have compassion but i am not willing to abandon truth in the name of sparing feelings the woman have awoken i love it man we need more of this fire from the women because it's the only way we're going to stop this we've been saying it since day one where are the dads? You know what? The dads have been castrated societally. The, the dads can't speak up. The men can't say anything because they're bigots, man. They just, they, they're well, they, if you're a man who says something, you, you're losing everything. They're going to take away your job. They so might take away your we kids. Need, yeah. We need the women. We need the moms to stand up, unfortunately, because the men don't count, especially if you're a white man and straight. Oh, get out of here uh. with that opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like we need. You know, now, that, we need I think that's Megan one of the Kelly's reasons they turned up. on Elon Musk. Nobody talks about it, but he he's been pushing so hard to stop his kid's transition. His kid is transitioning. Yeah, it's like his kid with his first wife. Wow. And like the wife is all about it. They're all like super progressive. Yeah, well, you know what people need to ask themselves is why all of a sudden is this so rampant? What has changed over the last generation to where we didn't have so many young people determined to change their gender? What has changed? Yeah. That's social media. The cell phones. I'm telling you, is the only thing. Nope. I'll tell you the number one thing that changed. The uh, medical, the health industry 
became the number one donor of politicians. And now it's be, now they run everything. <coughs> You're blaming uh, old Pfizerino and the entire just, uh, big pharma gang. It's just the health industry, man. The hospitals, the surgeons, the pharmaceutical companies. Everybody makes a shit ton of money off of this. Yes, it's insane. Oh, absolutely. The second you get someone to dedicate their life to this transition process, they are now uh, locked in and prescribed to a lifetime of drugs and surgeries. Not that, dude, you're a, you're a plastic surgeon in fucking Illinois, and now taxpayer money is going to pay you to fucking trans this kid from Alabama. Like, what the fuck? This is such <laughs> a right, money-making actually. scheme, no, dude. dude. you're right on the money. There, there's so many levels in within just the medical industry that people are making money, man. The Think surgeons this, so the state, the, 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 So these politicians are going to give you, the surgeon, the money to pay for this kid's trans surgery from another state. You're going to take that money, and you're going to donate it to the fucking political campaign of the, of the fucking politicians. They're going to keep giving you taxpayer money to trans all these kids. That's correct. It's, it's, Absolutely. Here in Colorado, Jared Polis just signed three bills last week making Colorado a sanctuary state for people wanting to get uh, trans confirmation gender affirmation <laughs> surgery. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> gender affirming care, Frank. Yeah, sorry. Well, I'm a known it's, bigot. It's the yeah, that's... <laughs> Explain turf to me one more time. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm halfway there. <laughs> By the time you learn turf, there's going to be no more turfs. Trans will be (laughs) over. It's true, man. Uh, Look what's going on. Uh, I mean, we're we're signing bills to affirm this care. This is kind of scary stuff that we're so politically knee-deep into the movement uh, in certain places. And then you have other places, uh, total polar opposite of Colorado, like uh, Tennessee, where they're trying to ban this stuff entirely. They're getting rid of the drag shows, the affirming care. Uh, They just passed the bill in the House where they are now banning uh, Leah Thomas's from competing. It's great, but for every, every time Tennessee does it, you're just opening up a bigger market in Illinois. That's my point. It's so crazy. It, it's, it's insane what they're doing, man. Every time one state says, no, we're not doing abortion... Jerry Polis whips out his pen and starts signing away bills where we're a sanctuary state. Uh, signing checks. Did you see that Mifeprestone bullshit? Whatever. <laughs> I can't believe now the news is Democratic states are stockpiling abortion pills. Wow. This kind of reminds what? me of the stockpiling of the vaccines, too. But why are we stockpiling? Like, you're using my money. You're using my taxpayer money to stockpile abortion pills? Have you seen the roads? Have you seen what's going on in Illinois right now? Dude, there's so many better places to spend this money than on abortions. I couldn't agree more. Here in Colorado, Em and I were just discussing uh, the loss of business. I read a fantastic uh, op-ed in the Denver Gazette about the issue with the taxes and how we have to reverse course. Otherwise, Denver's going to, once again, Colorado's going to lose more businesses. Uh, We signed on to this. A uh, parental uh, bill where you can uh, take time off, you know, maternity leave and uh, paternity, paternity leave. So all the Pete Buttigieg's of our state can uh, breastfeed their adopted children. Um, Great. That's 4% per paycheck, my man. Wow. So people are very wow. pissed off. That's incredible. It's causing some huge issues here. People are uh, not coming here to start businesses, people are leaving. Uh, we're going to keep going down this path if we don't reverse course. Why? Why would I open up a factory in Colorado if I have to give every factory worker a month off if they have a kid? Th- think about how much money this is costing businesses, and then the employees, the taxpayers, everyone's getting fucked. Uh, but Jerry it's just Polis- like Illinois, now you got to have a fucking 40-hour uh, vacation. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Jared Polis. You, work at McD- you work at McDonald's, the day you get hired, you get 40 hours. What the fuck? This is the problem here in Colorado, what you've seen Chicago and Illinois uh, devolve into, which is you just keep signing away bills to make you uh, 
Jared Polis made Colorado a sanctuary state for migrants. And then he goes on one of the Sunday shows six months later and says, Joe Biden needs to do something about this migrant crisis <laughs> in Colorado. We got too many of them. All right. He just signed a thing for the abortion <laughs> rights and for the trans rights. We're a sanctuary state now if you want to kill your kid. But uh, if you did have your kid and you want to cut off their genitals, well, we're also a sanctuary state for that, too. <laughs> Don't you worry. Hey, uh, hey, you know who you haven't heard from in a, in a while? Mayor Eric Adams up in New York. You're right. NYC. Yes. You know why you haven't heard about him? No. <laughs> like a month ago, he started preaching that the border, that Joe Biden's border policies are ruining New York. Wow. And then they just stopped listening to him. They stopped putting him on the TV. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But you were nailing it. There's just so many places we could spend this money. We could do things to fix our infrastructure. How about our roads? How about all of them potholes? If you're hitting the road this weekend, buckle up. It might be a bumpy ride. Across the country, potholes seem to be popping up faster than crews can fill them. Because of all of the rain that so many parts of the country experienced, the pothole. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with Joe Biden or Pete Buttigieg or, you know, <laughs> nothing, nothing about that. Nothing about your local governments or the bullshit <laughs> you're spending. It has nothing to do with Jared Polis signing tran bill after tranny bill. Uh, you know, no, 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 no. No, it's weather. It's climate change, guys. Uh, come on. I love it. I love it. Just it's proliferated in many parts of the country. Former California governor and actor Arnold Schwarzenegger recently took matters into his own hands, terminating what he called a giant pothole <laughs> in his Los Angeles neighborhood. For three weeks I've been waiting for this hole to be closed. The video going viral, but the city claiming it was actually a trench for utility work. Thank you. The potholes and rough roads in LA are just one example of a bigger problem across the country. Last year, about 44 million drivers, they had to pay for repairs on their cars because of pothole damage. And it can take a big chunk out of drivers' pockets. The average cost of repairs? Over $400, according to AAA. But it could cost much more depending on the type of damage that was done and the type of vehicle that was damaged. Potholes are caused when water seeps into cracks in asphalt. As cars drive over the weakened surface, it eventually caves under pressure. Water is the kryptonite of asphalt. And so obviously with a series of rain events, this has just become a really bad situation for our <laughs> Torrential rain and heavy They're snow across the, the country this winter, rain, plus overcrowded roads, <laughs> causing public reports to soar and putting Assholes. a major strain on city and state resources as crews race to patch the problems. Yeah. I mean, did you guys just figure this out? Because we've been using asphalt for a hundred fucking years. Palooza last week, filling more than six just figured this out now? In Chicago, it seemed like, it seemed like you were using it for a hundred years and you was, it was fine for a hundred years until you fired everybody for a COVID vaccine. And then now you don't have workers and now we can't fix the potholes. Yep. Yes, thank you. That's exactly what it is. In everybody, my book. For everybody acts like we never had a fucking COVID mandate that caused thousands of people to lose their jobs. Tens In of thousands, the, maybe millions, tens of thousands. honestly. Uh, but I'm talking, so the roads of Chicago suck? Yeah, we don't have anybody to fix it because we fired half the people. Yes, you mandated out all the help. Oh, it's the same thing with the police departments, the fire departments, the unions. The pilots, you fucking fired the airlines, everybody. man. Everything in transportation. That's why the trains are derailing. Flights are nearly colliding with each other on yes. the runways. Like, everything is fucked up because they fired all the professionals from everything. Well, well every company involved in the transportation industry had a fucking government contract, which means they were forced to... They were, for, they were forced... To make sure their employees were vaccinated. Yes. Or, or lose the government contract. Absolutely. It's fucking insane it's what just, we went through. And now two years later, you guys are acting like, whoa, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like we have nobody professional to do anything around here. What's going on? There's potholes. Well, did you know it was raining? <laughs> yeah, it's been raining for 100 years. We've been using it for 100 years. They just send out Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, you see, when the rain <laughs> falls to the ground, it creates puddles. See? The molecules of the H2O, you know it as you know it as water, of course. 
that's exactly they're like they're doing a whole thing like oh see folks as are you're all very upset about these potholes well you see this is how potholes form but they never get around to being like well this is how we could fix them well, that doesn't even make it doesn't to. even make sense the reason you get the potholes from the water in the cracks up north is because then it freezes and the expansion of the water is what pops the fucking asphalt and everything. Then the plow comes and clears it. Now you got this giant hole. Yeah. You know? It doesn't and- make sense in, like, California. It's not freezing. That's just, that's just called not maintaining your fucking road. But even still, if you have these potholes forming, then they're just there forever. It seems like nobody's going around and fixing the problems or filling in the holes. Yes. That kind yes. of, if I, I would say that that kind of represents America right now. Nobody's well, you know the problem is maybe this part of the road identifies as a hole. Oh, it's the it's a Dylan uh, Highway Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan. Yeah, and I, I would fix it, but it identifies as a pothole. <laughs> it is what it wants to be. That's right, dude. Uh, here in Colorado, got a huge issue uh, based on the neighborhood you're driving through with the potholes. Uh, rarely do I see crews out there fixing anything. I commented on a few weeks ago, there was a well-known pothole that I would drive past, and they eventually filled it in, but just missed the edge, and uh, were short about two inches. So it's still a pothole, <laughs> it's just a little bit filled in. Uh, that's the kind of help you're getting these days, that is what oh. is going on. Like, even if the pothole gets filled, it's not actually filled totally, it's still a fucking divot that's gonna wreck your tire, uh, it, it's just... That's you just sigh when you see these things going on now, and it's just that's the way it is. It's not how it was, and I'm not even talking about when I was a kid or 20 years ago, I'm talking about no. five years ago, man. 2019, shit got 2019 dumped. potholes were filled in, roads were maintained. Uh, we had cops on the ground, you know, stopping things like. What's it called? Oh, yeah, crime. That seems to be <laughs> fucking rampant everywhere. Dude, I'm not even joking. Just go pick a random day from 2019 and go watch old news clips. It First of all, 90% of them are about how Trump fucked a prostitute, Trump's in <laughs> Russia, Trump peed on this hooker, Trump did this, Trump's embezzling money. But then you get, but then like, because there was literally nothing else to talk about. The good old days. Now it's like every fucking day there's like this insane shit that like, why aren't we taking care? We're not taking care of transportation. All of transportation is so fucked. Once again, we should know who the secretary is. It's Pete Buttigieg. Uh, he's a complete fuck up. Uh, the guy checks they put all the you boxes. in a position you couldn't fuck up and you have fucked it up so bad that he's ruined his political career. No doubt. Nobody will ever vote for. Th- I mean, oh. South Bend. Good luck. He's coming back. That's all you got. Uh, I guarantee you our parents would vote for him. Who, Petey? Oh, yeah, the Democrats. They, he's, they still like him. Really? He has this creepy Frank, he's child. a clean-cut, handsome uh, gay man with a guzman and a family. He's got a creepy face, that, that Pete judge. Well, you just say that because you're a bigot. You don't like gays. This is all true, but I'm going to say <laughs> that uh, there, I have... I have tested this out uh here in the home uh you know women in general have a, a soft spot for the gay fellas uh you know emma she her family they have some gay uh acquaintances and gay friends uh, and women you know women are they always have the gay friend right there's always you know, yeah. they always uh they're, they're with the gays uh emma gets creeped out by pictures of Pete buddha judge i love like pausing the TV if he's on TV and showing it to her because it creeps her out, <laughs> gives her the willies. And, you know, that is a clear sign there's something up with Pete Buttigieg. Uh, because, like I said, you know, women have, uh, they're a little bit more into the gay fellas and have a softer side to them. Rarely do I see a woman getting the willies and getting freaked out by a gay fella. Pete Buttigieg, he, he gives those vibes off, man. He's got it, no emotion. The uh, the documentary crew that was following him for a long time when they were trying to make him a thing. Oh yeah, uh, they said that the <laughs> they said it was just impossible to find moments where he showed emotion. Well, that is a clear indication he's a sociopath. Oh, absolutely. Which he absolutely. looks like a sociopath, and again, he has this face. It is uh, 
Trump, I think, nailed it. He looks like Alfred E. Newman from the Mad Magazine covers. <laughs> he really does. But Slight like resemblance. But in a creepy, evil way, there is some sort of psycho killer thing going on there. Like if he hadn't, <laughs> if he hadn't have gone into politics, he would have been like Norman Bateman running the motel. You know, oh, and, I could see that. I could see putting that. on yeah. the old lady dress and pretending to be his mom. Right? He's got his dead mom like on the bed. Like there was a fork in the road in Pete Buttigieg's life, and he he was fortunate enough to go down the um a politician route. Uh, but he was almost the I'm running the motel wearing the old lady wig. I could see it in South Bend too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Like you, you blow out a tire on your way to Michigan Dunes, right? And you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. oh, dude, you're like, you're just out of the, off the highway. That's just right. Far enough that you know cops well, ain't coming. <laughs> Welcome to the Booty Judge res- residence. I can't even say his name. <laughs> the Booty Gig. This is the Booty welcome, Gig House. Welcome to the Booty Motel. Oh, the Booty Gig Motel. Oh, that's just <laughs> the Booty Tell. The Booty. <laughs> Well, the Booty Gig Motel, huge hotspot for the gays traveling uh, sure. down the highway, I imagine, right? You get It's the Booty uh, Gig. Sure. Right? Well, you know, if you want to enjoy some fun. Oh, that makes sense. Of... And then he just kills the straight ones. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> He's the opposite of Casey. The Booty. Oh, man. See, no Gacy's in the modern era. Like, was Gacy. Uh, not even real? Did they just make the, up Gacy? The, the more, they were just killing like, people, we, and they just we talked. We talked about it not too long ago, and I've been thinking of, it, it. Like comes up every once in a while. I think about it. It does like, pop dude, up quite a bit. Yeah, the lack of serial killers in the modern era versus think, when we had them. <laughs> I think it's just government grade LSD. I it must be mind control. Uh, some MK Ultra, the alphabet agencies, they are doing something where. You know, frequency-wise, during the 70s and 80s, it was serial killers. Dudes going around secretly killing and amassing a, a large body count. But it switched, LSD. they changed tactics, and now it's dude with the gun writes the note that says, I'm here to kill you to prove guns are bad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh... <laughs> vote, vote for Bernie. <laughs> Trump made me do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the killer had a note it just said 34 counts <laughs> I can't get over that letter you know they kind of buried that one you they, of course it, they buried it, Frank. it we live, joked about it live. we joked about it on the podcast live, if we're joking about man. it here it's not real it's Whoa, a joke that was uh, once again they found the note uh, next to the passport from the 9-11 hijacker uh, <laughs> You know, one of the two who worked for the CIA, which they keep trying to bury. Did you look this up, by the way? I really, I, I stress everyone, please go check it out. This is not tinfoil hat nonsense. It's the truth. It had to be released. The CIA had uh, two informants that were hijackers. They they were well-known within the al- alphabet agencies at the time. Uh, it was hidden from the public, redacted even, even through several court processes, Two hijackers of the 15 worked for the alphabet agencies, worked for the United States government, just like, and this is truth, absolute fact, Osama bin Laden worked for the CIA. He was on the payroll. Yeah, for sure. Well, the whole uh, Obama, not Obama, the whole... uh, Hey, uh, not a Freudian (laughs) slip, folks. The the whole bin Laden family was connected to the government. Yes, 100%. Through the Saudis, uh, they, they were big, big-time financers of many uh, uh, nefarious activities happening out there. Uh, the uh, the O'Bidens were, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dude, that note was just so funny, man. I think... I did, this, I did this to prove how easy it is to get a gun with mental... Even when you have a proven mental uh, disorder. Also, I would have never done this if Hillary won 2016. I know. I just. <laughs> I want to see this. It's probably a scroll, right? You have to keep uh, yeah, like, unraveling it, and you have like a Santa Claus. Hey, Chads of- were a lie. It goes back all the way to tw- 2000. <laughs> I just love the idea they thought they could pull this 
bullshit on anyone. <laughs> like, who's buying this? Oh, oh, I I was gonna prove to the world how easy it is to buy the gun and and, and kill people. <laughs> but you know what else is weird? This note comes out supposedly the same day that the uh, government refused the FOIA request for the manifesto from the tranny shooter. Yes. So they're not releasing Dude. that manifesto. Bro, there is something with that manifesto that they are going to fight tooth and nail. We're not going to see it for 20 years. There's something oh, no. up with it, man. It's bad. It's, it's fucking... bad for the left. It's... You know it's bad for the left. I think if it's... it was good for the, re- for the left, they it would have been all over the news. I believe it could be the silver bullet of the BLT sandwich community movement. Oh, uh, like real anti-trans? I just think there is some evil call to war shit in there. The call to arms of the trans movement during that week and then how they had the trans day of vengeance and they're like, no, it's trans day of acceptance now, right? They like change. You guys are already accepted. Fuck. But needless to say, they advertised and went for the day of vengeance right after the shooting at the Christian school where three innocent children were, were murdered, including the teacher, the three teachers as well. And wow, did they try to bury that whole situation so fast? <laughs> A little bad taste. But, but the fact that they are trying and like nonstop over and over again to, to uh, stop anybody from getting access to this manifesto, there's something in it, man. And it links up to the day of vengeance and everything that was going on that week. It, it's possible that we have... Another scenario similar to the Proud Boys and the Gretchen Witchmer, Witchmer, is that her name? And, and uh, Nobody knows. Everybody always says it wrong. It's, she freaks me out. It's Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer. Look, <laughs> tell me you're a witch without telling me you're a witch. <laughs> no, no, you're bitch. a fucking witch. Like, that's the name of a witch. You look like a witch. Your <laughs> eyes are fucking psychopathic. Are you kidding me? Like, that's a I witch. I promise man. I am not a vampire. Oh, my name? I- Count? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> We're still counting. I'm not a vampire. Oh, man. Yeah, no, Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer. My God. Can somebody please push her off a cliff? Can we see if she flies <laughs> off on that broomstick? I know she will. Uh, this just in. There is a team of 17 people, 16 FBI agents. They're working on that plot. <laughs> Oh no, I've been had. <laughs> All right, you'll see my mugshot soon. <laughs> That's the next plot. They're throwing her off a cliff. <laughs> the witch test, man. Gretchen, Gretchen, I still can't do it. That's <laughs> such a stupid name. That's <laughs> oh, an evil name. She's pure evil. There's some sort of It's worse than Flavius. They're, they're, or whatever the <laughs> f- Fistavius. I like that one the best. <laughs> Professor Fistavius, he's the new X-Men leader. <laughs> he fists you to death. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Fistavius. Wow. It's a good way to recast the X-Men. I like that. Oh, man. Yeah, like well, well, that would be the LGBT uh, X-Men. The BLT sandwich community, watch out. This uh, manifesto, if you will, is, I think, the, something is in it. It's the silver bullet. It will take out the whole movement. Maybe that's why the uh, L's and the B's and the G's are trying so desperately these days to kind of uh, push themselves away from the uh, rest of the alphabet that's included into this group uh, oh, over the last few years, man. It, it seems like that manifesto has some naughty language in it. And the left doesn't want people to see it. Maybe, too, because, again, I think there's some sort of call to arms going on. There's freaky-deaky language going on with these people, and we've gone over it many times. We're talking about a group of in the society that are easily manipulated. They, it's and, very easy yeah. for them to be brainwashed and, and convinced uh, to do something that maybe is not only against their own best interests, but also uh, could be detrimental to society itself. These people are, are, are easily uh, persuaded. Plus, you got to watch out for that projection, man. And for two, three years now, what have we heard from the left? 
the right. They're gathering their arms. There's going to be a civil war. Yes, They're going to insurrect. Good call, it, dude. Whoa, I just got chills from that, man. In, yeah. in the meantime, it seems like one group is going out there and attacking. And You know what I mean? It's, wow, I you just know. freaked me out with that one. And you are right. It's all projection. And what has been the projection of the last two years plus, civil war is coming. Civil war. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, you know, just like they, they're the anti-fascist. So just do what they say. Otherwise, that's they're going right. to shut you down and make you lose everything and you won't be part of society anymore because they're anti-fascist. We're anti-fascist. Now show your health pass. <laughs> if you want to eat. <laughs> if you want to walk into any establishment in my town, I need to see your ID, your proof of papers, because we're anti-fascist. I got to see your digital pass and show me how you voted. All right, get out of here, fascist. <laughs> To the gulag with you. <laughs> you could go join, uh, what's that guy's name in the internment camp? I always forget that loser's name. Uh, uh, George Takai. George Takai. You could go hang out with George Takai. No, no, he's not locked in there. He's just still there crying for some reason. 60 years later, <laughs> the guy can't give it up. Fucking f- Oh, man. Well, that's because he doesn't understand how time works, especially here on this podcast, folks. Time oh. isn't real. Because it's the fastest hour in the universe, it's true, there is no doubt about it, we have hit that moment, but we will be back.